0: Hello and welcome back to the Power Switch, gaming's call and talk radio show. My name is Peter Spasia, and today is April 14th, 2019. This is the 63rd episode of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We use Discord as a means to add and drop callers to talk about video games and switch the power that is found in a typical gaming podcast. You can join our server to participate during recordings at rhymeswithasia.com slash call. On today's episode. Name changes on PSN, and a leak of the all-digital Xbox in our headline roundup. Our main topic is the reveal of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and then we will get to your calls if you're tuning in live on Discord. Hope you've been having a great week in games, I've hardly been playing games myself because I've been out on a work trip out in Utah, it's usually the busiest work trip of the year, and it's also the one where I get the most sun if you're seeing the video version on the Rhymes of Asia YouTube channel there. Yeah, 16-hour uh, days will do that out in the sun all day for video shooting. So a little bit crazy. Only so much sunblock can do so much. But at least my voice is better. So that's a little better that the stuffiness of the cold has since passed. And so, you know, you trade one for the other, I guess. Well, maybe we'll heal up a little bit more uh, next week. So yeah, didn't really play any games this week. Uh, but it's been a pretty crazy week as far as overall pop culture goes, at least here in the United States. I mean, you have Tiger Woods winning the Masters after 14 years since its last uh, his last green jacket. That makes five total for him. 11 years since his last major. I mean, it's one of the big moments in sports, the big comebacks. I mean, that's it's like an Ali and Jordan kind of moment. It's crazy on that front. And then in TV, Game of Thrones' final season starts tonight. And so... Definitely exciting there, only a few hours away from recording this here. Not too much happened though in the game industry this week, and yet here on Sunday just making myself available to you to kind of just vent your thoughts about the game industry, but that'll be after we wrap up what's been happening in that game industry with our headline roundup. Over on the PlayStation Network, it's been the running joke for years now that there are just terrible names there and no one can change them. It would just mess up the whole system and you'd get podcasts that have segments about the funniest PSN names. Well, no longer uh, does that have to be the case, as PlayStation Network has rolled out name changes officially to everyone. Uh, It's been in beta for a while, but now everyone can change their name if they so desire. Uh, Do note that games that are first published after April 1st, 2018 on PlayStation systems will fully support the feature. Uh, The PlayStation blog, if you want to check the show notes, they have a link to fully supported games with that feature. So, I mean, if you're looking forward to just playing games going forward with that, that shouldn't be an issue, but maybe if you dig back to some old PS3 games, you might find some compatibility troubles there. Like the Xbox counterpart, Free for the first change, at least I believe it's free for Xbox. Maybe that bit is isn't so, but ten dollars for subsequent name changes. But yes, PSN free for the first name change, ten dollars later. Yeah, now that I think about it, I'm not sure if Xbox is free for the first one. They may just get your money right up front, but at least for the years that this has not been possible, a free first change is certainly welcomed, and that's at least you know the most fair thing that Sony can do. But kudos. Sony and PlayStation, finally figuring it out. Uh, It's been a feature that has long been a jabbing point uh, from the other side there, so at least they got that sorted out. Speaking of that other side on Xbox One, uh, the Xbox One S All-Digital Edition. We've been talking about that for a few weeks now, as something that is expected to be revealed this month for release in May, and over on winfuture.de they've found scans of apparently what they claim is the German packaging. And so, leaking with other information saying that May 7th is in fact the release date, especially in Europe, and that'll be priced at 229.99 Euro. So, yeah, thinking of what that shakes out, it's always tough to see what happens with the actual, when you think of U.S. stateside pricing and how that may be different. I would guess that maybe it'll be 250, but I mean, if they can do 225... $200 $200 that'd be a big win but you never know I mean with the ex- exchange rates and things like that and how different markets played it it could be a little little dicey there but yeah I mean just good to know that we're seeing more information this is seeming to be a thing especially when Xbox and Microsoft are pushing Games Pass even more and Xbox Game Pass has a three-month offering right now for one dollar just one dollar gives you three months of Game Pass for new subscribers only I mean. That's as good a way as any to get your foot in the door there. So they're really seeming to push that. So just keep an eye on that one. I would say one of the bigger stories of the week is actually kind of on the meme front, in a way. Late last week, uh, there was a tweet that was responding to an article. And the tweet has since blown up. And for posterity's sake, I'd like to kind of memorialize it and show the context here. It all started with a PC gamer article from James Davenport where he talked about beating the final boss in Sekiro Shadows Die Twice with cheats and then he wasn't really too bothered by it. So there's a user by the name at Fetusberry, which is just, just a winner of a handle there uh, Tweeting this article in a quote as a response Quote if you've you've seen it, you know, we may have uh, may know where this is going quote You cheated not only the game But yourself. You didn't grow. You didn't improve. You took a shortcut and gained nothing. You experienced a hollow victory. Nothing was risked and nothing was gained. It's sad that you don't know the difference. And so, I'm sure other people, you know, share that sentiment, and you know, they they play their games for the difficulty and for the challenge. And yes, this right on, I totally agree with this. And for me, I look at this and I hate everything about it. Honestly, I this is the kind of response that gaming doesn't need this kind of elitism, especially to call out another person in this way in such a, it's a, it's sad you don't know the difference. People play games for different reasons, for different difficulties. And this isn't it's again, I referenced it last week. It's not the whole difficulty versus accessibility thing. It's that someone could believe this and put this thought out in the public space unironically. Because it reads like just a bad joke. It reads like an ironic joke, right? And so this is why I think it's been caught up with all these different memes. I think some of my favorites have been uh, the Sonic Marble Zone sort of glitch, and you see that at the end there. Or the Super Mario 64, the penguin slide, and you get to the end, and what does the penguin have to say? Well, well there you go. or uh, Pokemon, you know, the Elite Four. You kind of go through some means to get to the Elite Four and to Gary early, or, or Blue, sorry. And then, uh, yeah, the the text is there as well. So I'm a fan of it being used in that way. Uh, but for for this this Petisberry guy to be interviewed and asked like, "What do you think of it?" and he's like, "Oh, I'm I didn't expect it to be used this this way, but I'm I'm glad I said it." And I'm, I'm just looking at it as someone who doesn't care about, you know, the, the difficulty of games or the rewarding nature. Yes, I, I know from software's thoughts on, on Sekiro, it's, it is that that give and take of, of the difficulty there. But people can do whatever they want with games, play games however they want. And it's not said that you don't know the difference. Uh, honestly, you know, even uh, what James Davenport in his article said, that he gained quite a lot from his experience with Sekiro. So, when he says nothing was risked and nothing was gained, get that that shit out of here. That's ridiculous. So, I wanted to memorialize it here in the headline roundup, mostly for the memes, because I I do like the different takes on on this quote and using it with satire and just sarcasm here in this way, but for it to be taken seriously, not about that at all. But hey, Uh, If you disagree with that, you know, let us know in the comments or certainly call in on our Discord there. Let's get to the different game and release date announcements that happened the past week. Only a handful of them. Uh, Twitch Sings was apparently a game project that has been in the works for a while and it's finally been released for PC out now. It's a karaoke game with about like a thousand different songs in their library that can work natively with Twitch without necessarily needing like an OBS browser, even duets. Concept seems really cool. I kinda wanna try it, but I was just kind of blown away to, to see this. I mean, for context, like I've been on this work trip and only came back very late yesterday, so I was kind of just pulling everything together today. And I see this article about Twitch Sings. I'm like, you know, I'm pretty interested. Sign me up, but needs the right time to actually, you know, prepare oneself for karaoke, right? Uh Yakuza Kiwami 2 comes out on May 9th on PC. This continues the Yakuza series moving over to PC, which is always a good thing. Get that game series in front of more people, absolutely. Octopath Traveler had been rated last week in South Korea on their equivalent of the ESRB, and I kind of want to mention it because it's like Octopath Traveler may be coming to PC, and now apparently it really is coming to Steam on June 7th. And that's a big deal. Again, you know, Nintendo, it was a Switch exclusive for a while, but Nintendo doesn't. Own that game. That's a Square Enix game. That's a, you know their publishing firm. And again, if they want to get that game in front of more people, that's one that absolutely deserves it. Probably one of the best soundtracks of 2018, I'd say for sure. And then God Eater 3 comes to Nintendo Switch on July 12th. Again, a good port of a game like that. And you get tells the Vesperia bonuses if you uh, if you pre-order and things like that. So that that's good, I guess. Uh, but again, like that's about the only big. Game and release date announcements, Uh, and it's been kind of a slow week. Except when it comes to one mega-media franchise. That's our main topic. Let's talk about a celebration of Star Wars. Of course, Star Wars Celebration is wrapping up now in Chicago, Illinois. And it's been a big weekend uh, for just hype for that media franchise on different fronts. Of course, it starts with the Episode Nine teaser. And for contrast, where we were with episode eight, The Last Jedi, as far as like revealing the name and all that in advance of the movie, I think that was like late January of that year. So, what, 2017? uh, That we knew the name before it came out in December. So, we had known the name for a while. We're about three months behind schedule with that. So, we knew that this was going to be coming, especially when they had an episode nine, Star Wars episode nine panel at this Star Wars celebration convention and here I am out in like the desert mountains of Utah (laughs) and with my colleague we're just waiting on any sort of cell signal around this time like we need to know the name if we can possibly download video get the teaser and we were lucky enough that we did our last guest going in was the Skywalker legacy so pretty good equivalency to uh, what it actually became the rise of Skywalker Interesting trailer, not gonna lie. I was able to see it on that, that phone screen out there. It just happened to get like a bar or two of LTE, just enough to get uh, downloaded streaming video for the trailer. But really interesting, of course, to hear Palpatine's laugh at the end. Uh, good to see Red Letter Media with their take of, uh, you know, no one is really gone. <laughs> that's that's certainly very interesting. And uh, I think the biggest takeaway, yeah, is that title. I, that's It's a different take on the title that I would have expected, say that, I mean, Skywalker is coming back with the only living Skywalker in that universe, Kylo Ren. I mean, is, is he going to rise or is it going to be the theory that I kind of am holding on to right now is the whole idea of that the next sort of generation of the faith of the Force users, in that sense, no longer named Jedi, but probably will be named Skywalker after... Luke and his family and all that. That would make the most sense for that. Uh, but just today, The Mandalorian, which is the TV series, got teased out. Uh, good to see Carl Weathers <laughs> in a Star Wars series, certainly. Uh, this seems really cool, though. And, you know, for Disney to say that, Bob Iger to say that after Star Wars Episode 9 we're going to kind of take a break on the movies and kind of develop our TV projects more. I mean, this is also the same time where... Disney Plus is going to roll out, I think it's in November, November 12th, something like that. But that's kind of where this content will go. Uh, you know, they'll be pushing that streaming service big, absolutely. But we came here to talk about games, right? And so Jedi Fallen Order, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. We've known the name at least since last E3, because this is the Respawn EA game, and EA... We've known for a while they've been doing some dicey things with the Star Wars franchise. Not the biggest success, especially with Battlefront 2 and the microtransactions and all this stuff. Some uncertainty if you know Disney would let EA continue with the Star Wars franchise. But here comes Respawn. And Respawn is, I gotta say, probably one of the jewels right now in, in EA's crown, so to speak. I mean, making tons of money with Apex Legends and just you know a ton of fan attention there. Titanfall. I mean, Titanfall was some quality game experience, and especially with, I'd say, the campaign for two. I mean, one of the better first-person shooter campaigns out there is Titanfall 2. If you hadn't ever played that, I'd highly recommend it. So here comes Respawn with the Star Wars franchise, and they're saying that they're making a single-player adventure, and, you know, absolutely. Sign me up. But is it going to be an FPS? What kind of game is this Respawn? It doesn't help when they put out a tweet, the EA Star Wars brand puts out a tweet saying, no microtransactions, no loot boxes, and no, we won't be adding them. A single-player Star Wars story for those of you who are ready to become a Jedi. And you know, you can look at this both ways. I mean, one, obviously, this is EA wanting praise for a problem that they helped kind of exacerbate and say, well, we've solved that yeah, we've kind of driven up the microtransactions with Battlefront 2, but that won't be happening this time. You know, give us praise. And so that's one way of looking at it. But at the same time, it is looking at Respawn and seeing that they do deliver quality work and, you know, this may be something to look forward to. And we've known since, you know, a few E3s ago when they showed the the conceptual footage, that that one E3, that uh, Stig Asmussen, who is the director last of uh, God of War three. Is behind this one. So again, pretty good pedigree going into this. But we finally see the trailer for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Also important to note with recent news developments that this is rendered in Unreal Engine. So probably not Frostbite being used or forced upon Respawn here. That's also a very good thing, uh, as, as we now know. But we now... I've, you know, seen it confirmed that this stars Cameron Monaghan, who is known from the TV series of Gotham and Shameless. He'll play Cal Kestis, who is a Jedi Padawan who survived Order 66. So, naturally, this takes place after Episode 3 in the series canon. Uh, Just a Jedi on the run, and you see from the trailer that, you know, not wanting to be noticed. You know, try to blend in with the crowd. Don't trust anybody. You know, it's, it's all about survival as a Jedi. And uh, this, you know, just judging from, you know, we don't see any gameplay. I would imagine gameplay will come at EA Play, you know, E3 in a couple months from now. We'll have to see what that looks like, because you're hearing different rumors out there that they're trying to make this Dark Souls Star Wars. And again, it's not like the Dark Souls of this and make everything hard, but they're saying it's a melee action game. And, you know, if you use your, your lightsaber, your force powers, I'm sure you have different tools available to you, especially when you're facing these these purge troopers that are, are hunting you, like a stormtrooper faction. But if you're really trying to make it that kind of style of a game where it's like it's a Soulsborne kind of thing, I mean, that'd be an interesting take on a Star Wars game. Certainly, I'm interested in this, especially seeing that it's for November 15th, 2019, Yes, yeah, laid it for this fall. I hope it hits it because uh, a single-player Star Wars game and narrative adventure is long overdue. I mean, what? Is, is Force Unleashed 2, the last one? It's been a long time coming. So hopefully this is a success. I'd love to see this you know, pan out for EA because we just need more rise of single-player games, right? We kind of had it proven last year that these games are kind of here to stay, but just the continuation of that trend would be fantastic to see, especially with no microtransactions and all that. I trust Respawn. I think they'll do a really, really good job, especially after Titanfall 2 and and the narrative adventure that was crafted there. But yeah, honestly, it was just, the biggest week was for Star Wars. And, you know, this week will be kind of interesting to see what kind of takes place in the game industry and maybe in the media landscape, because the end of April, I mean, we're going to talk, persona news we're going to talk you know avengers endgame i mean it's going to be a big time for for media certainly uh but this was star wars week to shine and i kind of want to reflect that in our our main topic here especially with jedi fallen order uh you know knew that was coming but didn't expect to be as impressed with it for initial impressions at least as i was but i wonder if you are too so this would be the part of the show where if you were available on our Discord channel at com slash call, you could call in and, you know, give your feedback Whether what you thought about, you know, the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order reveal or what you're playing recently or anything else in, in the headline roundups. I mean, this is the opportunity for you to just kind of vent your thoughts and have you be in a way a guest on a podcast if that's something that appeals to you. So just trying to make that available every Sunday. Uh, maybe it flexes a little bit, just trying to... Gauge different feedback on who's available when or what time works best for everyone. And of course, my schedule comes into play too. So just keeping that in mind. I mean, that's really the point of this show, but trying to give it to you at least every week here, that opportunity, but at least deliver a product on the podcast feeds there. Anyway, let's talk about the games that are out this week. Dreams Early Access is available on Tuesday, April 16th on PS4. That's a limited time early access. They're really trying to get people in the door to make games, the Media Molecule way that make those tools available for everyone. And hey, if, if you want to get in on that price, maybe at $30 instead of waiting for the full release at 60 might be a good way to get in there now, especially if you're interested in Dreams finally becoming a reality after the PS4 reveal event back in 2013. My goodness. Final Fantasy X and X2 HD Remaster is available on Xbox One and Switch on Tuesday, April 16th. Good to kind of flesh out those Final Fantasy offerings on those other systems. Anno 1800 is available on Tuesday, April 16th on PC. Uh, this made headlines, this is the Ubisoft sort of, I think it's like a city simulation, world simulation uh, sort of game, the, you know, the Anno series. I'm not too familiar with it, but we saw it at an E3 once, right? Uh, Ano 1800 made headlines, though, because it's another Ubisoft game that's making its way to Epic Game Store. And, you know, if you had it pre-ordered or pre-purchased on Steam, you can get it there. You can still pre-order it in advance. But after the 16th, uh, you know, it's got to be on Epic Game Store only. Makes sense, though. Ubisoft game there. My time at Porsche comes to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on Tuesday, April 16th. Cuphead is the big one this week because Cuphead comes to Switch on Thursday, April 18th. If you want to hear me talk about Cuphead music, uh, that'll be available for this week's episode of Original Soundchat, the video game soundtrack podcast that I do with the Dovaga uh, over on Anonymous Dinosaur as well as Rhymes with Asia. But this week we're talking about Shantae and the Pirate's Curse and Cuphead, Uh, just two very different but fascinating soundtracks. It's because Cuphead is coming to Switch on Thursday, April 18th. And Katana Zero comes to Switch on PC on Thursday, April 18th. Good to see that one make it from the Nindies showcase. That's one I'm pretty interested in, kind of like some Hotline Miami kind of action there. And that'll do it for this episode of The Power Switch. We are hosted by RhymesWithAsia.com, and we're on YouTube and Twitch at RhymesWithAsia. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the Power Switch. I'm at Speakeasy. You can email us any questions, concerns, comments, or opportunities at powerswitchpod at gmail.com. And you can subscribe to the Power Switch on podcast services such as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you could be so kind as to leave a review, that would really help as well. But most importantly, to participate in future episodes, you should join our community on Discord by visiting rhymeswithasia.com slash call. It's a small but growing community, so now is the perfect time to have your voice heard on this podcast. If you'd like a YouTube video to watch, Uh, I've been catching up and really just going into the backlog of the Casually Explained YouTube channel. And you probably know this channel for the specific video, Is She Into You? I mean, I had seen this years ago, and so it's good to see this one again, but others just about people, interactions, but also he's a big video game fan. So there are definitely video game related videos there. So check out his channel, Casually Explained. Uh, I, I do link Is She Into You into the, in the show notes there, but definitely check out all of his videos. I mean, they're they're just fantastic. Good humor about them. So, yeah, that's really about it for this week as I go off to watch uh, Game of Thrones, uh, the final season starting tonight. Whatever you're doing with your media time, hopefully you're enjoying it, having a great time, and, and thank you for listening. really do appreciate it, but we'd really love to see you here on these Discord uh, you know, channels and calls on Sundays. Just trying to make myself available out there to you. So, I think that'll really do it for this week. Stay tuned to that Discord channel as everything develops. And regardless, whether it's live or on your own time, I look forward to you joining us for our next episode. With that, I'm Peter Spacia. Until next time, switch up, call in, game on.